Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to Paranormal Portal on Revolver Podcasts. and welcome to another episode of the Paranormal Portal Podcast. I'm your host, Brent Thomas, and I'm happily here to fill your life full of paranormal wonder and amazement. And uh, I am not alone either because I got my good friend and co-host, Mr. Don Longbeard, here with me as well. And I still don't know why he keeps bringing me back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're, you're, you're an asset. You're, or... <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> you're an asset. <laughs> no, you're you're a, you're a great 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 addition to the show, brother. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> I always I always enjoy the episodes where we do together more so than the ones I'm doing alone. Believe me. Right. So, um, we have a great show lined up for you guys tonight, and uh, hopefully, we'll keep you wildly entertained for the duration of our podcast tonight. But if you have an encounter encounter of your very own that deals with the paranormal that you'd like to share with us here on the show. You can certainly email us at paranormalportalradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to come on the show and share your uh, your experience in an interview, let me know in the email too because I, I, I've had a lot of fun interviewing some of the listeners. And uh, I, I think that uh, you know the more of you that get in and read your own stories, 
the better. Because here's why, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you come on the show and you tell us your story, we have the opportunity to ask you questions and and to talk through the experience and really get a great understanding of what's going on. So if you want to appear on the show, let me know in the email. Again, paranormalportalradio at gmail.com. But uh, we are at it uh, tonight. We're going to go through uh, a pretty wild phenomena. And to me, this one really goes uh, pretty hand-in-hand hand with another major phenomena. So if you guys are all ready, we're going to go in. guys tonight what we're going to talk about uh well let me just start out by saying you know people uh do claim to be abducted by ufos and uh some incredible stories have been brought brought out from people that have experienced this phenomena and uh many people will know and recognize the name of travis walton and and uh betty and barney hill and several others but another phenomena that seems to go hand in hand with this is missing time don no, it is. <laughs> and what that means, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who may or may not be familiar with the concept is that people oftentimes don't know that they've been sucked into a ship, that they've been pulled up into the, you know, the, some weird spacecraft and uh, time like stops for them. And they really don't realize that anything has happened because next thing they know, they'll look at their clock and it's three hours later. And for them, it's just been a moment. But so I thought that this would tie in pretty good with the UFO concept because this is a phenomenon many people have experienced. And and the thing is, is we're going to talk to you just tonight about some people that have experienced missing time. Now, I want you to bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that how many of these people could very well have been abducted and not be aware of it? I think that's pretty probable. What do you think, Don? You know, that's that's probably the best way to even think about it because – if you were missing time, you should have no knowledge of it. You should have no concept that you're missing anything. Um, so, yeah, I would have to agree. There you go. Um, yeah, I think you're right, buddy. I think uh, I think that's, you know, in a lot of cases, people do have missing time. And then, then they start noticing something like weird marks on their body and stuff they don't ever re remember seeing. And then they go to the reverse hypnosis or regression, hypno hypnotic regression, and then they find out this whole other whole other narrative that happened that they weren't even aware of. So, but tonight we're just going to focus on the missing time aspect, and I think I think that it can be a natural phenomenon too, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not saying that every one of these was most probably an abduction scenario, but it could be. Um, I think that there are also time anomalies that people just run into. Um, I've experienced uh, one or two of them myself that I still to this day can't explain. But uh, usually they've been very welcome, though. It's like, a, <laughs> you know, it's it's a part that I was OK missing. <laughs> so one of which was a blizzard road. I've I've mentioned it many times on the show, but it was in a nutshell. I was driving in this blizzard. It was horrible. But there's this real treacherous part of the road coming up. And I knew it was coming up because I was very familiar with the road, even though I couldn't see five feet in front of my car. And I was really nervous about it. And then next thing I know, I'm two miles past it and I'm seeing the street signs. Uh, and somehow or another, I missed that entire treacherous road. So I was just thrilled that I missed it. But 
I still can't explain it to this day. Have you ever had that happen, Don? You know, I actually have. You know, I was thinking about it when you were talking. Um, I was coming up from Coeur d'Alene on 95 back up here to the house. And uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty snowy that night. And it, I was going really, really slow. I, even though I knew the road. But, you know, I had that whole Millennium Falcon effect going on. You know, <laughs> it, was just, it was just blowing yes. and it was coming at me and I had my lights on all the all the streaks of of frozen, you know, water going by, creating those light streaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it felt like it didn't take as long as it should have. Um, and I was very thankful <laughs> because, you know, those are <laughs> tense drives, you know. Really so, yeah, yeah, I've had a similar thing happen. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's get into some of these other stories here and see what these people have experienced. And the first one off the top here is uh, – um, it's not the juiciest story, but it really freaked me out at the time. I was playing games on my computer one evening at around 10 p.m. and decided to just finish what I was doing and then head back to bed since I had to work the next day. And the next thing I know, I'm sat in front of my black screen in just my undies, and it's 4 a.m. Computer was cold, so it must have been off for at least a little while. No idea what happened because I don't have a history of sleepwalking. <laughs> well, there you go. There's some missing time. I don't know. What do you think of that one? Uh, that one doesn't. That one seems calm, tame. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the whole story's not there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, like there might have been some substances involved. Maybe. Oh, no, not that at all. <laughs> yes, not exactly. Yeah. All right. I agree then, with you. Yeah. I mean, you never know, but, you know, it's like that would be more effectively that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So here's another one, Don. It, this is, it happened to me in first grade. Class was over, and I remember walking deliberately to the bus stop pickup area. Only when I got there, there were no buses. There were no kids, no teachers, just an empty parking lot. I went back inside where my teacher found me and called my mom. I've always wondered if I'm repressing some horrible event. That is curious, huh? So something may have happened on his way out that he just blocked. The whole day? Like No, it sounds like it was the end of, end of school day. And he went out to catch his bus, and, and by the time he actually made it out there, everybody was gone already. So he went back in the school, and his teacher was still there. Like, they, the teachers and staff hadn't quite gone home yet. Wow. Is what I'm taking from this. But for some reason, he he doesn't recall or she doesn't recall anything else except yep. leaving to go to get catch the bus, getting out there, and nothing was there. That's that's kind of creepy. That is, yeah. Because that's, that's that's a good 15 minutes of activity. Right, yeah, at the very least. Probably more like a half hour, you know. Yeah. So, very weird. Okay. I think that's profound, and that may be a very uh, natural kind of you know, time slip that we've been talking about um, every once in a while, too. I don't think that that one correlates with any kind of abduction, but you never know. I guess, you know, what are they capable of? I don't know. Maybe it's the time traveled. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. It's just a time slip, you know, like somehow, some way, they just took a step different from everyone else and ended up in a a split timeline there ahead of everybody else. Right. And uh, so she had to go back and get the teacher, or he had to go back to get a teacher and And that teacher called the mom to come pick him up. So very strange. All right. The next one is I decided to take an impromptu weekend trip 
for my son's birthday. Well, he lives in Wichita, and I lived in Atlanta. The flights were just too expensive, so I decided to drive. And This is a 17-hour drive each way without including stops. And I made it in time for his birthday, but had to drive back home a few hours later. After about four hours of driving, it was 8 a.m., and I remember distinctly checking the time. And the next thing I remember is glancing back down at the clock and it being 2 p.m. Scariest moment of my life. I panicked like I had just slept through work, but instead I had slept through about six hours of driving. Wow. (laughs) So I wonder if the, was the car actually displaced by six hours of driving too? You know what I mean? Or did this person just kind of freeze in time for six hours and then have a whole six hours more to go? That's that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know how to. Yeah. See, that's the, that's that one. Yeah, me either. And that's the hard part about stories like this is we can we can certainly find things to discuss, ladies and gentlemen. But there's no ability to to ask those questions, you know. And that's what's occurring to me is like, well, did they actually like lose that six hours and and they traveled as if they'd been driving the whole time, or did they kind of sit still and just yeah. blank out for six hours of a period? Hmm. That is curious. You know, though, you know, that's kind of if if there wasn't so much. So if you think about the Betty and Barney Hill thing. Yeah. That's pretty much what would have happened had they the they not um, had they blocked the memories properly. Mm -hmm. They would have remembered car trouble pulling over to the side of the road. And then and then they wouldn't remember anything else other than. Uh, say, you know, a policeman pulling up and, and helping them or, you know, eventually the car started mm-hmm. and they didn't know why. And so that's the way abductions are supposed to work, apparently, <laughs> um, you know, because uh, because the agreement supposedly with the Griotta Treaty and all is that we aren't supposed to remember those uh-huh. kinds of details. We're supposed to just car trouble pulled over. Don't really know what happened. It started back up. We went on our way. That's the way it's supposed to be, according to what I understand of the Griotta Treaty. Right. So there you go. Now, what what occurs to me is, you know, <laughs> what if there's just a, a fragment of the population that it doesn't work as well on, but maybe they're maybe they're abducting the hell out of people, like they're doing it all the time everywhere, and you know, millions and millions and millions of people are actually being abducted, but only a small percentage can kind of break through that memory block and see that something weird happened. Well, you know, that's a good possibility. I mean, there are people that supposedly aren't supposedly aren't uh, susceptible to to hypnotism. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that might have. Isn't it weird how we share a brain? (laughs) It's weird. It's scary as hell. (laughs) Yeah, I know what you're going to say before you say it. That's how long we've been together, ladies and gentlemen. We are connected. We have like a mental umbilical cord connected between us. So Now you're just making it creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, that's how much I love you. (laughs) All right, so let's go to another one here. It says, I was exhausted after being rotated, closing, opening every day for two weeks. And I got in my car after a particularly long day, started it up, and waited for it to warm up. And the next thing I was aware of was sitting at my parents' driveway. It was about, I was about 20 at the time and had just broken up with a real jerk and moved back with the car off but I was still buckled in. 
My job was 12 miles straight shot on the freeway from home. That's crazy. It says, I have no idea how I drove my health, myself home safely because I have zero memory of it. Wow. Now that's different. You know, is that just, is that just a stress thing? Like a stress trigger just kind of shut down for a while? You know, I think in this case, it's, it's more of road hypnotism yeah. because we've yeah. talked to Brooks about it before as well. Zagnu, sure. mm -hmm. uh, And, you know, there are certain types of, uh, states that we can get into without really thinking about it. And our body goes on automatic, right. um, like washing dishes. You know, you can wash dishes and not really think about what you're doing because you've done it for so long. You just know what you're doing. Right. And that your mind can be doing other things. You know, mm -hmm. uh, driving is one of those things. They say it takes about 20 days from the time you move from one house to another to you know, get into that routine of driving home and driving to work and driving to those regular spots. Oh. At, at a point, you just go on automatic. Your your awareness is fine, but your brain is wandering. And right. once you see something, then you react to it. Like out here, you know, the other day I was driving down the road and all of a sudden there's a deer in the middle of the road. Well, I remember seeing the deer and I remember stopping, but I don't remember turning, coming up the hill and, and getting into that area. But <laughs> I was on automatic. Yeah. So, uh, a 12 mile drive on automatic is kind of weird though, because you would have some kind of, I would think you would have some kind of memory of where you are, you know, looking for cues about, Oh, I'm only this far away or I'm at this place. Right. So I know I'm only five minutes from home or two minutes to the turn, whatever that is. Right. Yeah. And and this sounds like this person has made this journey enough that it was nearly just muscle memory. You know, it's, it's like the, the same rep repetition over and over that it really required a lot less of that conscious thought. But the weird part for this person is it's not that they weren't really paying attention to the road. It's that they don't remember anything. It's like they just went totally on, on autopilot, you right. know, not even like uh, preoccupying thoughts. Like I can be driving and thinking about things and think, oh, geez, I just, I've already gone 10 miles. Um, but this person just like blanked and clicked and boom, they were in a whole different place. So it is, it is different, but you know, I guess everybody handles stress in a unique way, I suppose. And, and of course a breakup is, is like double tough. That's, that's hard, hard stuff. So I don't know. I think it's quite interesting though. Got another one here. It says, I was a kid. My family and I were staying at a hotel room. We just finished watching The Land Before Time and everyone had fallen asleep. But I stayed up because I wanted to watch the snow on the TV for no reason. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> One minute I was sitting in front of the TV watching the snow while everyone else was asleep. And the next moment I was still sat in front of the TV with eyes wide open. Only it was morning and everyone was waking up. I felt like I had slept all night, but I don't think I even closed my eyes. I can only assume I hypnotized myself. Yeah, and, you know, I did study hypnosis for a while, just a curiosity, because I wanted to understand that phenomenon. And, and I know you can you, we can self-hypnotize ourselves. In fact, uh, daydreams are a form of self-hypnosis. Self right. Yep. So, I mean, it, it happens to us. And, and actually, uh, you know, the road thing that you were talking about, that's a form of self-hypnosis as well. Yep. Uh, and you called it road hypnosis, and, and that's a perfect name for it. 
Um, you know, we, we, we are able to get into that state, uh, and it's just a relaxed state. It's not that, uh, anything really weird or hokey is going on. It's just strangeness, you know? You know, there are different types of states that we can put ourselves into meditative state states, um, uh, just relaxation states, stress-free states. Um, and Paisley's covered this on one of her podcasts one time. Um, one of them is just this relaxation where you just breathe and you can do this anywhere. Breathe in, breathe out, you know, just let your mind go. You can do it while you're driving. You can do it while you're sitting in a, ch a chair and you may very well lose time doing this because you're not conscious. You're, you're, you're letting your consciousness go and letting, you know, and connecting with whatever's out there. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. I think that, and, yeah, that's really true. There are, the meditative state would be another uh, weird time anomaly. I'm sure uh, it could be perceived as one. So that's a good point as well. Lots of natural states we have available to us, but we don't go into it much, you know, and maybe that's what makes them weird for some people is that they just don't go into that meditative state. They don't meditate. And so when it happens naturally, they're probably like, what the hell just happened? Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. You know, and some people can do it naturally. They just, they just do it so naturally that they don't even notice they're doing it. Um, and, and I think that's very, uh, very plausible, a very plausible explanation of how we might lose time through no real paranormal, uh, circumstance. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very in a very natural in a very natural way uh self hypnosis self meditation you know knowing how to do these things naturally so there you go <laughs> so there you go that's it <laughs> well not to say there's not real time slips or anomalies no. obviously but <laughs> no it just cracked me up the way you said that it's <laughs> like that's final <laughs> are you hungry here's some stew there you go <laughs> That's all you're getting. <laughs> all right. I got another one here. And it says, went out of my dorm at 2 p.m. to go buy some food, returned at 9 p.m., freezing with wet hair, not feeling my toes or fingers because apparently there was a hail, uh, a hail, H-A-I-L, and I went out without hat or gloves. I had a bunch of random stuff in my backpack that I assume I bought, like a pair of cheap headphones, a picture frame, uh, <laughs> and drying rack clips. And I also had an ice cream paper cup, which indicates that I ate ice cream and negative 15 degrees Celsius outside and an empty cup of iced coffee. <laughs> so this person was like doing all the wrong things. Wow. My, my boyfriend freaked the hell out because I told him I had no idea where I was and what I was doing. Surprisingly, I didn't get sick. Just a, a lot creeped out. <laughs> so, that is strange. They go out in the cold. There's a hailstorm. This person's eating ice cream and iced tea, and it's like they're doing all the wrong things. That is strange, huh? There's there's no reason, no 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 rhyme or reason to anything people do. When I, you know, and another thing I think um, is is associated with this is that we forget our our self imposed mores. We forget that we are on a diet. We forget that, you know, we don't eat this kind of thing. The body does what the body does. <laughs> so, there is that. You know, when you're when you're in that kind of a state, I think uh, I think, you know, like I said, nature takes over. 
and does what your body needs it to do. <laughs> Sometimes you need ice cream. <laughs> Sometimes there is just good reason to have ice cream. And it can be, you know, that you're walking in the hailstorm, apparently. Right. That's what I put, that's what I put together. I get out in a good uh, snowstorm, nothing like ice cream to settle me down. <laughs> <laughs> that's strange. Very strange. Um, say it made sense. I just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? It's just weirdness. Um, I, you know, and, and maybe it's just the subconscious state that, that, you know, if people are, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, we're not debunking these at all. I mean, honestly, these are, these are actual uh, uh, supposed accounts people have had. But the point is, is that are there natural explanations for that or could there be? And I think that it's incumbent upon us to at least address those things because, yeah, we could sit and go, oh, yeah, that's paranormal, that's paranormal, that's paranormal. But I think part of the, the paranormal field requires some critical thinking. And I think sometimes that gets thrown to the wayside on some of these shows that uh, people are just like, well, if it's on the show, it's paranormal. Right. And I don't think we're we're not we're not doing much for the community if we just you know sign off on everything being paranormal. Now, could they be? Absolutely, every one of these stories could for sure be paranormal. But I think it at least has to be has to be compared or or, or weighed against some potentially uh, natural uh, sequence of events that could duplicate these kind of things. But I do, like I said before, I have experienced a time slip. But it was also, you know, a space slip, too. I was just suddenly in a different place. Um, I still can't explain it. Uh, I was definitely not in a relaxed state at all when it happened to me. I was absolutely on needles and pins because I was driving. I had one of my children with me in the car. And so I was just like, you know, I wouldn't say I was panicked, but I was just acutely aware of every moment and everything I was doing because you, you need to be. You can't have any distraction when you're driving in, in treacherous conditions. Now, the fact that I skipped all the treacherous conditions and the, the treacherous part of road, to me, was nothing short of miraculous. And it may very well be for these people, too. But you know, we're just talking about ideas. That's The portal is always going to be a discussion. And, uh, you know, not that we're, not, not that we're skeptical. Um, we're just offering uh, alternative narratives that may or may not explain what happened. So take it or leave it. That's how we roll. That's how I roll. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> no. All right. So here's another one. And then I think we'll probably take a break after this one. Donna says, I work night shift at a warehouse. And there were several days, usually around 3 a.m. or so, when I would kind of regain awareness. What is this in my hand? Where did it come from? Where am I supposed to put it? How long have I been sleepwalking through work? <laughs> how many mistakes have I made? Would happen maybe once a week, every other week, if I loaded up on caffeine energy shots and I've moved through buildings and can stay awake my whole shift these days. Could have been worse. Honestly, I'm genuinely surprised that this never caused a bigger problem than mildly freaking me out, considering I worked around heavy machinery and conveyor belts a lot. Wow. Now, that sounds like a, a, a really peculiar awareness, like... Now let me ask you, Don. Have you ever experienced this? And this is, this is really not not uh, the topic that we're discussing. But it does, it does kind of seem to maybe apply. And that is, have you ever been doing something that you've done a million times and suddenly had that experience? Like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? 
Right. Where does yeah. this go? What What is this for? You know, it's like you're looking at it like from an alien perspective. And and suddenly you don't recognize anything for just like a, a, a fraction of a second maybe. Or maybe a few seconds and then all of a sudden it just kicks back in. It's like, well, that was weird. I know what all this stuff is. I know what I'm doing. You know, but have you ever had that experience? You know, I have. Um, I remember having the experience, but I don't remember exactly what I was doing. I remember it was sure. so odd that you know, I remember standing there and something happened and, and going, I've never done this before. Right. Uh, jamais vu. Some, you know, the feeling of never having had it happen before. Jamais vu. Oh, okay. And, um, instead of a deja vu. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then all of a sudden it just comes flowing back. It's like, well, I do this every day. You know, I've done this several times, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it is kind of, interesting to think that way that all of a sudden you have no memory like you've just been born into this body doing <laughs> yeah. these weird things that's a good way to put it yeah exactly like it, it it has happened to me and it's it's sometimes i remember i remember it taking me by such surprise <laughs> that it actually scared me yes i wish i could remember the situation uh, maybe that's part of the problem because <laughs> i sure. can't remember <laughs> the exact situation but it was it was disconcerting. Yeah, it was it was odd. So I've, I've I can tell you one place that I and it's and it's kind of a fractional uh, experience, but uh, uh, which is a fraction of this weirdness is when when I'm reading words and it'll be just like a mundane word like and and all of a sudden I'll look at it and go, why does that say and? Why is that? Why is that what the sounds look like? Why why did why was that determined? <laughs> you know? And it's like all of a sudden it's like, what the hell am I thinking that for? That's weird. You know, just like all of a sudden I wasn't aware of the language and why it existed that way or whatever. And I don't know how else to explain it. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break quick. So uh, don't go away. We're going to continue with more of these uh, amazing and peculiar slips of time here on the Paranormal Portal. So don't go away. Hey guys, Brent Thomas here of the Paranormal Portal Podcast. We just wanted to take a moment to introduce you to the Paranormal Portal store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, leggings, stickers, mugs, you name it, you might find it over there. So head on over to teespring.com slash stores slash paranormal dash portal and you too can help fund the Paranormal Portal Podcast. Thank you so much for all that you do and thank you for being a part of our Paranormal Portal family. gentlemen and we're back i am joined by my good friend and co-host don longbeard and we are burning the night away or the episode away uh talking about uh, odd time slips and these may or may not be tied with um you know extraterrestrial uh visitation or abduction we don't know but these are just accounts of people having experienced these odd slips in time and uh trying to make sense of it all so uh what do you think of it so far don pretty wild 
you know, there are, yes, the answer is yes. Uh, <laughs> it's always fun to talk about these things because it's like people are just waking up and these odd things happen or they remember it happening in a half conscious state. Right. Uh, and it's always not, it's always interesting to hear how they felt or mm -hmm. what the experience was from that, that disconnected place. Interesting to listen to. Very much so. Very much so. Um, it, it's just curious. I don't know. I, I find this stuff absolutely amazing, uh, in that it seems to have, uh, uh, several potential ramifications or causations, you know, and, and it's hard to know which, but okay. So continuing on, this one says, I was on a transatlantic flight, got into a good conversation with the seatmate and had several glasses of wine. And then about four hours from the destination, we both decided to get some sleep, but I was still animated from the discussion. So took a sleeping pill. On landing, the flight attendant woke me up, and I exited, went to baggage claim, was picked up by my friend, went to her house, and then crashed on the sofa. Several hours later, I awoke and could remember nothing of the landing, getting off the plane, going to the baggage claim, and immigration, meeting my friend, the drive to her place, our conversation, nothing at all. A complete blackout, complete memory loss, and no telling what I did or said during that time. Uh, they mean it when they say on the pill bottle, do not, do not take with alcohol. Well, that's, that's pretty self-explanatory as well. I mean, if you mix alcohol with the sleeping pill, you're kind of asking for all kinds of time slips. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> there is, there is one time something like that happened to me. It had to do with sake, but, and <laughs> so okay. I, I, I went to, I went to take, um, an ibuprofen mm -hmm. and. <clears throat> we had been drinking sake, my brother and I, and I accidentally took a flexural. Oh God. <laughs> and so, uh, I literally, I was watching X-Files uh -huh. and my brain shut off and I woke up in my bed the next morning, <laughs> about 10 o'clock in the morning. So it's like 12 hours later. Oh geez. Have no memory of finishing the episode of X-Files, talking with my brother, going to bed, anything. I don't remember how I got in bed, nothing. So I don't find that, yeah. uh, I, I find that self-induced. Yeah, exactly. That's a self-induced time slip. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> and, and, and just as a side note, I've never done that since. <laughs> that, that's one of those scary things where you wake up and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What kind of a good time did I not have? <laughs> Hope I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah that is pretty self-explanatory, though. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. And it can be dangerous, too. So, you know, definitely, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you know what you're taking. Uh, if you're imbibing in some spirits, be careful. Yeah. So. Just make sure what spirits you're imbibing in as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this one is, it wasn't related to that kind of combination of things, but I had a professor who lost several hours because of exhaustion. He remembered getting in a cab at the airport at whatever time, and about seven hours later woke up in his hotel room, sprawled on the bed, still wearing his overcoat and his briefcase still in his hand, hanging over the edge of the bed, and he checked in, had gotten to his room in some weird sleep state. Wow. 
That's kind of cool. I guess that's the stuff you don't mind missing. Yep. <laughs> it's like being a, being a baby again. Like someone else will take care of this. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the the mental autopilot. Mm. Right. Hold on, I got to cough. Mark this. All right. It says next one says I have PTSD, and this happens a lot. Just flashbacks and memories. I get caught in, and I can't escape. I snap out of it sometimes, minutes or hours later. Had had full text conversation whilst in the middle of it that I just don't remember. And so that's a stress-induced. So some of these, ladies and gentlemen, are just you know very natural causes. Some of them are medicinally caused. Not all of them are paranormal, but, you know... It's good to, I guess it's good to keep in mind that there are causations. Um, you know, so for instance, Don, let's say, let's say you're on some medicine and you, you take it earlier in the day and then later on you're going to throw back one with your friends or whatever and, and then have a time slip. Well, I would say that there's still some kind of interaction going on, especially with, you know, regimens of medicines that build up in your bloodstream over a period of time. It doesn't matter how much time has gone by since you took your last dose. Because you you have this constant baseline of that in your system, and right. so introducing alcohol at any time could cause this kind of phenomena. Absolutely, yeah. you know that's there is a lot of um, medications, as you said, that take a while to kick in a, a, a period of days or or yeah. even weeks. Um, yeah. So so you get to that baseline, as you said, exactly that, which means that it's going to take days or weeks to even get out of your system sure after you stop taking it so during that time it's probably not a good idea to well as you said you know read the warning labels <laughs> <laughs> pay attention to those contraindications they will uh, probably save you a lot of grief all right so let's get to the next one here and this says uh oh geez this is terrible i you know this one probably won't make the cut either but it says I got drugged and robbed on an international trip. Dude in a bar started chatting me up, and I got into the bathroom, left my drink unattended. Next thing I know, about an hour later, I'm disoriented and standing outside the bar, and my stuff is all gone. All in all, it was still a fun trip. Never change, Berlin. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know if that belongs or not, but uh, they chose to include it, so so did I. <clears throat> Here's another one. Uh, a guy was taking his driver's license exam, and they were approaching the first stop sign. He remembers preparing himself for what to do as it was a four-way stop. The next thing he remembers is his driving instructor saying, did we pass that stop sign? Followed by him looking in his rearview mirror to see it already behind him. So now that's very interesting, Don. Both people experienced that slip. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking because... They had a mutual, it wasn't like, oh, you're going to miss a stop sign. It was, they just both asked the same question. Right. Oh, I don't know what that could be. Right. Well, that that to me would be a, an absolute uh, time slip, but <laughs> that seems to be an environmental one. Right. Well, it may just be an inattentive driving by both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you look at it, what are the odds that the instructor is also going to be spacing out? And you would think that the instructor has probably driven that road a few million times and knows exactly where that sign is. Right, yeah, because they have pretty pre-planned routes. Right. Um, for instance, they, they do driving instruction in this town, and they always come and do the prep, the, the parallel parking right in front of my house. And I'm always like, don't, don't. 
<laughs> so, uh, you know, I know that they, they have this already prearranged. So it's not like there should be any surprises on their journey. So here's another one. I had an urgent cesarean. And I remember being in the operating theater and my baby being whisked away to the NICU. And the next memory is being in a room with my husband and he's about ready to head home. But he got me some snacks. Apparently, I've missed five or so hours of my life in the recovery room after surgery. And I was having full-on conversations with everybody that entered the room, but I can't remember any of it. And I've asked my husband what I would talk about, and he said everything, whatever that means. I don't even remember what the recovery room looked like. But there again, that's got to be from anesthesia. That's an anesthesia kind of issue. Right. We don't know that she was fully conscious or was she sedated during that, but, you know, that's that's pharmacology there. That's not paranormal. Right, and that's what pharmacology is for. So, um, you know, it's to put you out so you don't have memory of these things. How many times have we gotten on Facebook or YouTube and watched a, I just picked my son up from a root canal, you know. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, or the, yeah, the kid in the recovery room after his surgery, you know, well, saying all kinds of stupid crap. Be the best rapper in the world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good so, yeah, I, it's, that's what anesthesia is for. <laughs> yeah. And that is the side effects yeah, is, is memory loss. Okay. This one's, uh, I don't know what to say to this one. This one's very short. It says, I don't remember being six. I remember saying in my seventh birthday that I literally just turned six, and now I was seven. It felt really weird. Well, that's just being a kid, I think. Just a kid not paying attention, maybe, huh? Well, now, don't forget, you know, I lost an entire year of mine because, remember, was it was it this year or the year before I told everybody I was 48 mm-hmm. and I was actually only 47 because I had lost like my 42. I think I was 42. I lost my, the entire year. I can't mm. remember in the sense of how old am I? Right. Huh. That is weird. I, I guess I do vaguely remember that. And and ladies and gentlemen, these, we are not making funny any of these stories. These are not stories that were submitted to the portal. These are just things we've found on the web to discuss with you. So every once in a while when we when we joke around uh, about some of these stories, we get <laughs> we get an email from someone saying, God, yeah, that's no way to treat people's submissions when they send them into your show. And uh, honestly, we've never been disrespectful towards anybody that sent in their, their experiences, nor would we ever. Um, these are just things that we've found, and I think that – they can be humorous and they can be fun. So as we're chuckling through this, uh, please don't take offense. These are just things we found on the interwebs that we wanted to share with you guys. So um, just for the record. You sound very muted. <clears throat> Do I? I wonder yeah. why that is. Oh, you're not close to your mic? Well, sometimes <clears throat> I'm, I'm farther back. You know, my setup's a little different. Oh. I need... I need a desk mount mic, you know, a desk stand for my mic, like I do have in the uh, in the studio with you. So, oh, sure, sure, okay. So this next one is early two thousands. I used to do a rural paper route six days a week, one a.m. to five a.m. I never saw other humans or even animals often. My route almost never changed. No new customers. No new areas added. The monotony made all the days blur together. One night. 1 a.m., I drove out to the depot where I pick up the papers. 
blinked, and it was 4.30 a.m., and I was on the road to my house with no papers in the car. I remember very clearly the radio skipping from an advertisement to the middle section of an unwritten law song. Uh, my car lights were off, too. The The thing that snapped me out of the, uh, out of it was that my rural street to my house has no street lights. Most of the route had uh, had most of the route had on the road. I imagine street lights. Okay, and I was driving into total darkness. I was confused and even called in the next day to make sure that my papers got delivered, and they did. And I think the level of boringness just made me go into a mindless trance. <laughs> I can imagine that's strange. That's a that's that's a perfect example of you know us doing something so often that we just go on autopilot and right. <laughs> so th- there's one more in this list uh, that I want to cover, and it's it just says walking down the hall at work, blink, and I'm sitting in a chair at the other end of the hall with a nurse asking me if I'm okay. <sighs> that's the whole story. Um, well, that that's obviously they passed out or something. How you know they they lost consciousness yeah that, that happens that they, I, but i don't know if the nurse pulled them into the chair or if they just had a weird look on their face when they sat down right, well. very 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 strange i don't know ladies and gentlemen i don't always pretend to know what the hell's going on in the paranormal worlds but i know that we all experience this stuff to some degree um I, or at least i really believe we do i don't think that i, I think that for most people don i think they probably experience this stuff, but they just they just write it off. Well, I was just must not have been paying attention. You know, it's it's kind of hanging onto the paradigm thing, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> because once you start acknowledging that that the paranormal is happening to you, if you do indeed acknowledge it, then that changes everything. I agree. Because how many times have we talked to somebody, this thing's never happened to me, and then one time it happened, and now it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, my, that's kind of my pet peeve. I don't believe in ghosts, but this one time. And then they'll go into the most fantastic paranormal story ever, and then they'll get back out of it, and they'll be like, yeah, so that's weird. <laughs> Christian, I don't believe any of this stuff can happen. Right. Well, really? Really? <laughs> Even though it happened, you know? <laughs> And that's the part that, that, I mean, I can't chalk that up to anything other than denial. That's right. just denial. Right. I don't know. That's what occurs to me anyway. It's just like, you've got you've to try not to believe in something when something so profoundly happens to you that you're willing to just shut the door on, even reason. Because, right. you know, some of the explanations that people come with to talk, talk themselves out of a paranormal experience are are more bizarre and crazy than just saying I had a paranormal experience. You know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I just think <laughs> I think there's there's just some odd stuff going on. Um and, and of course, you know, it's what it's what we talk about. It's it's our bread and butter here on the show. But I think that I think that we really do live in an incredibly dynamic universe that are that, you know, I've said this so many times on the show, but I mean it. That reality is not just this hard wall, rigid structure. It's fluid and it's changing. Would you agree? I absolutely, absolutely. You never know what's going to be around the next corner, unless, of course, you're psychic and can see your own <laughs> path. Yeah. Uh, you don't see what's going to be around the next corner. And that's what makes waking up tomorrow interesting. 
It does. Life's an adventure. It is an adventure, ladies and gentlemen. But it's one that we are uh, thrilled to be on with you all. Uh, we always love doing these shows, and we love that you guys are all uh, a part of them as well. Um, we, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I got to say, though, Don, for as long as we've been doing the shows, and it's been years now, I really don't know much more than I knew when I started. In fact, I believe I know less <laughs> now than I than I ever did because once you go down these rabbit holes, you start seeing all of the all of the things. All you you come up with the questions that you didn't know you needed before, right? And and it's just this incredibly odd journey of I don't know exploration, I guess. And and there's no roadmap to it, you know. Nobody's got this mapped out. So it's still like the, the one of the great last, one of the great last, um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, terrains or, or uh, adventures. Huh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the final frontier, shall there we say. There we go. Yeah, there, that's a good one. It's another frontier that we haven't yet, we haven't yet conquered. And we have, but I, I again, defer to Tesla's idea that, you know, once we start focusing on the non-physical, we'll make more um, progress in in a decade than we have in all combined history. Right. And I'm probably bastardizing that quote pretty good, but um, the the concept is is clear enough, even with the way <laughs> the way I explained it. It's like you know, it, once we start asking those questions and start finding those answers, then we start really seeing how this all works. Right. So. Piercing the veil. Piercing the veil. That's what we do here, ladies and gentlemen. We're piercing veils. I feel like I am. Don, you? Um, Certainly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's probably going to bring our journey to about an end here. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for being a part of our adventure here on the Paranormal Portal. Thank you for all the kind words and the support that you guys have been giving us over and over. Uh, Don, anything in closing? Uh, not, not much in closing other than thank you. It's always a pleasure to, uh, be entertaining you fine folks and we'll be back next time. Yes, we will. So definitely follow us on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you're uh, curious about the show or you were waiting for any announcements of things coming or if there's, uh, things that we need to let everybody know, we're going to be doing it on Facebook at facebook.com slash paranormal portal radio. We are on Twitter at Paranormal Portal, P-O-R-T-L. And we have this amazing YouTube channel with this ever-growing audience of uh, people that are paying attention to it. And seven days a week, 7 p.m. Pacific time, there's a live show going on. And Don joins me for a few of those. So uh, if you guys are uh, ever sitting around and it's 7 p.m. Pacific time, wherever you're at, then you should stop over at YouTube.com slash Paranormal Portal. And uh, let us know again if you have an experience of your own or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, email me at paranormalportalradio at gmail.com. But we love you all. Be good, be kind, be nice, take care of each other, help each other out, find the magic in every day, and remember to laugh as much as you can.
Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and Wagering Week is your antidote. I'm Tom Barton, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.